Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold tight, hold tight, you man out there that are struggling, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Keep holding it down there. Keep fighting. He is. What? Book me now. Book me now. I swear. I swear. Uh, marry me or I'm dying. Anyway, so, um, so. Hi, everyone. It's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it's Sharon, and welcome to the BTS podcast. No, no episode number because it's actually a weekend. <laughs> I know. Yeah, episode number. We already said scrap that until fifty, boy. We'll spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an F. Yeah. Give me an F. What was that spelled? Jesus. <laughs> Oi. Oi. I'm so I'm deep and I haven't even heard someone say that around a birthday cake in time yeah because we haven't been to any pool parties in time <laughs> we're too busy spelling COVID instead of Jesus like. <laughs> give me Oi. a C <laughs> you're dumb <I'm> not... <laughs> ain't nobody saying the word COVID no more what the hell boy giving that too much attention but um Oh God, I'm mercy! Back again with another episode, man. Um, I was actually gonna say something. Oh yeah, like the way people um, what you call it, been reacting to the Instagram post from last week's episode on awkward dates. People have just been like, oh, the like, tweets. Oh, yeah, oh, the tweets, yeah, yeah, yeah. People have been killing me with their responses. A couple That's people amazing. as well. I'm not gonna bait them out. A couple people were messaged me and was just telling me about like, there's like different things that they've experienced as well on their, mm, on their dates. Hold tight, hold tight, you man out there that are struggling, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> keep holding it down there. Keep fighting. <laughs> holding <laughs> down. Do you know what, just, Beatrice, do you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah, some people message me like, oh, like, I would do this on a date. Let's, let's. <laughs> but the thing is, though, you know there are guys out there that, that will use any opportunity yeah. to be like, yeah, my, my T-shirt already doesn't have the tag or whatever. Or... <laughs> I can I give you my t-shirt. t-shirt. Stay tagless. That's right. I can give you a t-shirt. What you mean? They try and use every opportunity to turn well, it. I just gave that tea to charity. <laughs> right, nigga. Bye. <laughs> no, but Tammy, you're so right. They literally use every single everything. Like you'll put a, a tweet or something like, "Oh yeah, I'm like, oh I'm tired." Like, "Oh, I swear you're tired." Let me come down and let me give you a little. Uh, give me mm-hmm. a little. Let me let me wake you up. <laughs> Relight like my fire. Hey, <laughs> your love is my, my only desire. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, so 
Jokes. That's how somebody will now be like, my teeth are real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the bar is the you bar. Know what trust me. You know when people just like the bar. When people say, "Oh yeah, the bars in hell" or something. I, that, I don't know why that phrase just kills me. No, because the bar is actually in hell. Like, <laughs> the the bar is yes. so low. So low. So how low can you go? <laughs> all the way to the floor anyway yeah, oh my god please let's not make this into a singing episode today well <laughs> you be doing most of the singing let's right, be real okay <laughs> so you're really chatting to yourself there <laughs> I can add a realization you had to turn the volume down every time Beatrice starts singing <laughs> 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 no I just don't know that won't hurt my that won't hurt my feelings too let me not even lie <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. My gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but but anyway, so many people actually say that like my voice is actually really high pitched, and I'm actually so sorry, guys. Like, I can't help it. Like, is it? Uh, yeah, people like so high pitched. I'm like, oh, I no, I think you're just so loud. Sad. Oh right, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm that as well. Yeah, that's actually true though. <laughs> like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's like because you actually have your your voice isn't high pitched. Oh, it's just... a lot, but people say no. that it's really high pitched. No, so. I think it's when you're. Um, I'm laughing all that. Laughing or yeah, shouting, yeah. it just goes a bit. I, yeah, I feel like yeah, that's yeah. with everyone, but you know, true, true. Thank, thank you. For I find it. <laughs> I was saying that um, I still find it weird that people that have known me for years still can't tell the difference between my voice and Beatrice's voice. Yeah, on the pod. Yeah, apparently, like me and Shine's voice blends together, but then Tammy has a distinct voice. Oh, of course I do. Oh, oh, get out of here, man! Get out of here! The glue. The glue. The glue. But um, oh. yeah, yeah, I just find it so strange. Like people, like not even like like these are my friends' friends, you know, mm. people that I've known for years, and they're like, I'm not sure if it was you. Like I always get your voices mixed. I'm thinking, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Are you telling me the truth? <laughs> <laughs> also, guys, you're not gonna believe this yet. But I was listening to Funcare by One Day Cole the other day, and I only just deeped that it's called Funcare because of that, um, Michael. Are you telling me the truth? Funke? You don't know. Jaddy? I didn't realise. Well. I did not realise. I didn't realise. And I was listening to it and I was like, oh my days. This is taken from that. Uh, mm, mm, from Iman Keller. I didn't realise. The dad even did a little talk talk in the song. I didn't clock. Anyway. Um, no, no, shout out to him. Going... I met him at Honestly, I was going to say, you know, I keep on saying this. Every, anytime you mention him, I have to mention the video that Tammy took of him, with him, sorry, at, I'm not the picture, so the video Tammy took with him um, at Wireless, because that video, I don't know why, it just absolutely kills me. And then it's, and it's the part at the end, Tammy, where you're like, oh, but how's your dad though? How's he doing? I'm thinking. <laughs> no, do you know why? Do you know what it was? Because obviously um, that day, I think um, Sharon didn't go to Wireless that day. So I was... Wait, wait, wait did she? She didn't go to Wireless that day, no. Okay. It was the, it was the day that she didn't go. Oh, the Sunday. Wait, so was this just yeah. the year before last? Yeah, yeah, yeah 2019. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go on the Sunday. I just yeah, went on Friday, Saturday. So, um, I was okay. So I waited for Jennifer, and mm. then um, you guys, I think you guys were a bit um late, but then I wanted to watch Tia Savage. Didn't even end up seeing her anyway because mm. Jen was a bit late as well. So I'd missed the set. So then we just met two people. Um. Outside, you know the bit where people take pictures. Yeah, by that yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're now just we're now just talking with these people, and then now clock like fifth. Like honestly, it must have been like a good fifteen or twenty minutes. Late. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this 
doesn't think like you know sometimes when you see influencers they're yeah, they like, like, you know that they're youtubers and stuff like that but yeah. honestly he was just with one other girl they mm. were just friends when we just started mm. taking pictures and things like that i'm like wait a minute you're Eman Kellum. that's when i just had to bring up i said wait a damn minute i need to get this on film <laughs> So then I just started. Um, it was cool. Like we just started. Um, I just started snapping him and stuff like that. Yeah, like, no, that was so. Yeah, was, you will. No, you will. No, you will. No, you will. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you can't see the video, but it was actually hilarious. Sorry, I might put it on. I might put it on our story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good point. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Um, but anyway, Sha, how is everyone doing? Let's do a quick check and see. How's your week, guys? No. Okay, um, I can go first. <laughs> um, yeah, my week was okay. I'm trying to think. Um, work was all right. Just a lot of things were like, okay, we'll pick this up next week. We'll pick this hey. up next week. And now, <laughs> next week today. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh my God. Sharon, when I tell you, yeah, the wait is on Fridays when everyone's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Sharon, what was the words you were saying? Like, we'll, we'll pick this back up on Monday. Yes. Like, we'll pick up, up where we left off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, like when I tell you everything was just, we'll pick this up next week, we'll pick this up next week. Mm. Now next week has come. Oh, I had a dream about work. That's when you know. Oh, me too. Me That's too. when you know, it. like, yeah. hmm. anyway, Sha, we committed to the Lord in prayer. Um, but then other than that, I had a good weekend, obviously mm. went out again, which was really nice. And um, I did my hair as well, which was so last minute. I basically was... Um, looking through pictures from like summer and stuff and I was like oh I forgot about this hair and I was like I, actually no that's a lie not that I had forgotten about it but yeah I think I was on the phone to my friend or whatever and we were just talking about it and then I looked through the pictures and I was like oh yeah this hair like whatever like I really liked it or whatever mm. and I was like I was like to her can you just check if she's free for like Friday and this was literally on Tuesday um and obviously you know with our other hairdresser like you got me booking her in advance like mm. you know you know who I'm talking about you mm. have to be booking her in advance so like I was like she probably is not going to be free but she was like yeah that's fine like um she's free on Friday so I was like cool I'll just go after work and do my hair and stuff and obviously it's like a quick hairstyle so mm. I was like it won't take like too long or whatever um, how long did it take in the end because you're because basically oh explain what the hairstyle you did so that people understand oh yeah so I just did came rose 10 to the back Feed-ins, um, so those feed-ins. Feed-ins. people that don't know. Yeah, feed-ins. Um, I just did turn to the back. I booked my appointment for four o'clock, but when I got there, uh, someone else was in the chair. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to wait. Um, but I didn't wait for long, to be honest. She was literally doing, like, finishing touches sort of thing. Mm. Um, and I started my head... Oh, Beatrice, I don't remember. Obviously, I was on FaceTime sheet the whole time. Yeah, I can't yeah, really yeah. remember. Maybe like 4.30, I want to say. Gonna say. I, gonna say, I yeah. sat in the chair and then um, she obviously blow-dried my hair out. And she, I did. A, I got a trim as well because I haven't had a trim in ages. Uh, and it's so amazing. I was saying to Beatrice, tell me that um, mm. the way they blow-dry hair in salons is like mm. not how you would do your hair. Yeah. I'm like, why is your hair glistening and shining like this? I'm thinking, damn. <laughs> I'll be thinking, no wonder, because you know, like white people be like, oh yeah, just going for a blow dry. And I'm thinking, why are you going all the way for a blow dry? Mm, like, mm. but no, honestly, the way these the hairdressers way they be blowing drying yeah. hair is different. Um, but anyway, so she, I was like, wow, I've never seen my hair like this. Well, or I, like, I haven't seen my hair like this in a really long time. Um, and then she gave me a trim, and this woman is so affordable. Oh, mm. Why was the trim five pounds? 
Hmm. Why was the trim five pounds? I went to another Jesus. salon like last time I got my hair trimmed, it cost me like thirty pounds, I think. Yes, yes, me too. I went to that um elite hair salon. They are really yeah, good, by the way, yeah, by yeah. Prices. That's yeah. where I went as well. Mm. Um so when I was asking my friend to ask her, like, does she trim hair? I and when she was like, Yeah, she does, I was thinking, hmm, this is gonna be like basically probably like similar price to how much it is gonna be to like actually came in my hair. She was like, Yeah, just five pounds. I said five pounds, book <laughs> me in what? Book me now, book me in now. I swear, I swear. <laughs> um, marry me or I'm that. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, she booked me in or whatever. I got my hair trimmed and then she did my hair. She's actually quite fast. Like I was considering, I like got my hair trimmed, blow dried. She did my, she threaded my eyebrows, my upper lip, chin, everything. I was, I left at like seven o'clock. Um, so yeah, mm. and um, yeah, she's really quick. So. Um, anyway so yes i did my hair then we went out beatrice and mm. i went out that evening and mm. that was really good as well mm. um and also um i don't know if i said this to you beatrice or if i was saying this to someone else but i just like the fact that the motive was on friday because yeah you still had a weekend yeah yeah i like friday I, li- I like a friday evening motive i can't lie to you yeah um because now i'd still feel like okay cool like it's still the weekend even though it's gone you still quickly. got a lot you, you got a lot done yesterday as yeah, well exactly. like you were able to do stuff yeah true but anyway yeah that was my week mm. what about you beatrice um yeah and like my week was pretty okay i had a really busy week at work but actually i planned like on the weekend before so i'm happy i took the sunday to actually do some work because it helped my week be a bit more organized um yeah so work was good obviously went out like Shine said on Friday evening which was nice um yeah then Saturday I oh yeah I did my hair on Saturday as well um, oh yeah you're still meant to t- take a picture and show up yeah sorry I've literally it's literally been like packed away since it's not been out um no honestly yeah, sometimes I'm... when I get my when I get my hair done I just pack it away like I don't um, yeah me too you, need to you can't even that. be moving too far too much man your hair will be your edges and all them things yeah no but guys obviously it was so funny we went um i went, basically went to a lady that tammy and sharon used to do like their knotless braids um and like if you know me you know me my hair we've had a we've had a real real you know battle these last couple of years to be honest because my edges I don't know when it disappeared, but it, I thought it was going to come you back. You shaved them off, you said. So okay, I don't know. I know that, but I'm, I was going to explain. So basically, my edges ran away, and I thought, okay, cool, it's going to come back, but it didn't come back. So I thought, okay, if I shave it, maybe it will feel more welcome to come back. You know when they say, like, when you shave it, it like, gives you, like, a brand new surface, you know what I mean? Nah, this one didn't want to really come back again. So right now, basically, my edges are just non-existent. The thing is, when I do, like, certain styles, people are like, oh, my God, like, your edges actually look really, like, you, you do it in a way that looks all right, but it's all the bloody deception. That's you know me I mean? as well. I actually have none, yeah. like, zero edges. Yeah, like, even it's... when I was looking at my head the other day, I was like, fake. Someone, yeah, I think my friend was saying, like, oh, yeah, you've even got edges. You're so lucky. I said, this is not edges. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, my hair used to start so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> my it's hair so used to start so much further down. I swear. Oh, anyway. It's well, so, so it is what it is. That's what you got to do. Sacrifice for the wigs and all them things there. Bam, bam. So, yeah, like, my edges basically, like, non-existent. And um, when you're doing knotless, obviously, you know, if you're doing braids and stuff, like, your edge is actually quite important because it's kind of crucial to how neat the front can get, if that kind of makes sense. Like, they need something to grips. Mm. There's nothing grips. there. Grips. Yeah. <laughs> grips. <laughs> no, not grips. Grips. 
Oh gosh! Oh my man! Right now, anyways, so they need something to grip right now. Uh, what, right now, <laughs> guys, right I must tell you, this is this actually explains the state I'm in because I'm so tired. But anyways, um, yeah. So basically, obviously, you know when you're like, you know, you're laughing with your hairdresser, sardine, kiki, kaka. So obviously, I think we got a bit too comfortable because then she basically was like to me like, well, what's going? On? She she first was like, no, your hair, like the actual like main part of your hair like this is so healthy like well done you're doing really well i was like oh wow thank you really like complimenting me i said cool I said however i said ah I said that front huh, there's no edges there i said ah <laughs> for your hair just to make that comment i was like yeah this is peak but um can't lie though she absolutely slayed it like there's some parts obviously that she couldn't really get into the braid which is fine but apart from that honestly i feel like this might be the best knotless braids yeah, i have done yeah without a shadow of a doubt actually probably the best braids i've done period including yeah. nigeria i'm not even gonna front now including mm. nigeria because in nigeria <clears throat> i feel like some of them still have problems with grip like grips um gripping like the <laughs> like if i was okay but bitches, where where did you go in nigeria though so i went in lecky i went to a salon in exactly so this is what we're doing <laughs> yeah true true exactly. true true no but like, even say so it wasn't like, it wasn't like those... i do my hair in in nigeria even though i've never done knotless but the actual braids itself mm. like it's so it's unmatched this girl is good like the, the lady that did our one is good like i think she's the best i've ever in this country she oh yeah facts. The best. but in terms of like nigeria nigeria well, i just i, I do on the mainland like one it depends on who you're going to, but you know, some people they say that they know not less, but they don't actually know not less. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, true. so yeah, I think it's true. actually the fact that one, they might not have actually been 100% comfortable with not less, but they just said, yeah, they can do it. Um, and two, actually, then as well, my edges was in a really bad state. So the braids, okay, let me know, like the braids itself were neat, but I just feel like the front, it just, it just would always, it just could never look like sharp because there was just a bit of hair in the front, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, long story short, I know that this is a long, I don't know where people care about this thing, but anyway, long story short, <laughs> now, this way, they actually did like a really good job. So I'm proper She's happy. Saying. And I'm, you know, I'm just thinking about the fact that, you know, when you guys did your hair, like five weeks later, like it was still so presentable that you could yeah. still go outside. Yeah. So when so, I yeah. was taking my hair out, I was like, mm. I don't necessarily need to do this right now. Like I could yeah. definitely carry it still. And even then I had had it for ages i think i took my hair out in february and i did it in december yeah um and yeah. even when i was taking it out and i'm not the type to like i'll wrap it for the first like you know a few weeks or whatever mm. and then after one i'm just like i'm too tired i can't bother i'll just go to bed like that mm. but it was still really like it was still neat mm. Mm. and people yeah i was just gonna say that like, people were even saying to me that i'm surprised your hair's still in but i just think it's just the way she did it yeah <laughs> honestly um so i'm really banking on that because i'm just trying to slow from now to afro nation god willing if it happens i'm trying to see what i can get in or squeeze in or if i can extend like, a certain hairstyle for a long period of time so that you know the timing of it works out nicely that i can get something done just before afro nation but i'll say yeah. to, this to sharon i think even tammy we've even said it as well like in that hot country i, I don't think wigs will be seeing me i think it's gonna have to be a brace wow. thing because remember i've been it's saying not even yet yeah. it's not even just the fact that it's hot it's the fact that it's hot and it's a festival. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going more than one I'm not day. Carrying, I mean, it's that, I'm not it's that carrying. Up. Got to be with me yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah. that. It's true. It's that waking up and having. You know, we all slumped as well. Oh. Waking up. Oh no, no, no. to think about like oh. Like, when I tell you Dubai, 
I was living my best life. Especially yeah, when you girl. have your eyelashes done already. Like, yeah. and your eyebrows are done. Literally, what is there left to do? Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah but, I told um, you. For me, it's braids all year, except for my birthday. So. Them ones. Them ones. I hear you, to be honest. It's just jarring that, you know, it's actually just so expensive just generally to do braids. But yeah. It's yeah. But, but yeah, apart from that, innit? Man's here. Man's local. Yeah, I mean, local. This girl. How was your week, Tammy? Um, yeah, my week was kind of simple, um, laid back, relaxed, didn't really That's do good. that much. Um, the only problem I had with work is um, people that are on the same level that you trying to tell you what to do. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask me. if there were any work chronicles that you can share with us today. That tweet actually resonated with me deeply, man. Because what I'm thinking, I literally, what I, what I just said, literally, why oh. do people on the same level you think that they're your manager? Like, Sam. why are you telling me what they're trying to school me? Then when I'm when I'm typing on Teams, you're not replying because you already know. Because I'm just thinking, like, one guy came to me like, oh, you shouldn't have done something this way. I've escalated it to my manager. Wait, what? And hmm. I was just like, hmm. first of all, oh, okay, so gosh. obviously, um, where I work, like, you have to like transfer calls and stuff to like different mm. departments. Mm. Cool. So, um. I must have tried to transfer, but sometimes with the system that we use, there's always problems. So it just cut the call. So the call just cut. And I was just like, oh, well, uh, right. And I was going to escalate it to um, the manager. And then this person, bearing in mind, this person's on another team. I don't even know who this person is. That's how I now get a message in my team that, hi. No, they, they, he called me on Teams and I missed, it didn't alert me. So I didn't see the call. So then he now messaged me like, oh hi. And I was like, oh hi. Um <laughs> I didn't see the call. Um, it didn't alert me. Mm. He now starts saying, like, oh, what do you mean? Blah blah blah. You transferred a call to my um you transferred a call to my department and um you didn't do it properly, blah blah blah. The the customer was really angry, blah blah blah. I'm thinking, hold on, bro. Thinking, hold on a second, bro. So if you to ask me what happened, like, oh mm. um, I see that you transferred a call, but then something happened like What's going on? You just want to start pointing fingers. And bear in mind, like you just said, oh, this is not your manager. Oh no, he's not. He's like, he's not. He's not part of my team. He's not in my oh, team. Gosh. We have different managers. Like, I don't know who he is. How can you come onto my team and start messaging me? Oh, mm-hmm. what happened? Blah blah blah. I saw your name. Blah 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 blah. I'm thinking. Um, first of all, I said. First of all, you need like, and especially when it's on Teams, like it's different if you're on the phone to someone. Mm. Or you did like. You're literally typing, so I can take it anyway. Like yeah. the way he was typing, I'm not just and I just told him like, look, I've also escalated this to I've also notified mm. the manager about this situation because I don't understand how you're coming from another team trying to tell me what to do, mm. trying to trying to school me, telling me that um I'm being unprofessional, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, um, mm. sorry, bro, I don't know who you are. And after I sent him one whole paragraph, he didn't reply. Of course he didn't. And I said, and the last thing I said that I have noted my man my manager of this incident. And then I told I told my manager and she was fine. She was like, Yeah, she doesn't understand, like I'm a good worker, blah blah blah. So, mm. This but is the other thing, than man. other than that, my week was very good. Nothing really nothing was really happening, but I was seeing a lot of people out and stuff. Mm. And I even made a tweet, it's either I don't have enough friends or maybe I'm boring because everyone's going out but then then in my head i'm like even if someone wants to invite me i'm gonna be like oh no i don't feel like going out i was exactly gonna gonna say say that that. i was going to say that tammy so you know 
I guess you know. <laughs> I kind of answered my own question. Exactly. Yeah, you go. Thank you. Thank about you. Thank I you don't have that. enough friends. You, everybody. Yeah, that's my yeah, friend. Yeah, that's, that's my friend. friend. Yeah. That's my. Friend. I'll just ask her. That's my friend. Thank you. But I don't have enough friends. Girl, that's bye. It. That's it. Sorry, I can't can't help my network. Oh, get out! <laughs> I'm so so done. But um, just on like the week and stuff. Um, sorry to like change the tone of the of the the pod or whatever but I just thought it was really sad about Jimmy who passed away mm. um after he tried to save that lady mm. what is his full name sorry I know he... do you have his, his name is yeah Fola Jimmy Olubumi Adewole mm. um, it's sad because the woman was actually um trying to commit suicide yeah I was even gonna ask this yeah so she's trying to commit suicide him and another guy Mm. jumped in and um the woman and the other guy survived but he sadly passed away and um I think they were saying that they couldn't this was around midnight as well I think he just finished work Mm. and um it happened and I'm just thinking like for you, for it to be dark and you're jumping into the River Thames, like that is first of all, that is scary and mm. it's really brave of him, like to try yeah. and put someone um above himself or um, a complete stranger, a complete stranger, and it just shows you how selfless he was in that moment. Like, mm. yeah, for it me, really tells you the type of person that he is. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm just thinking that if I was walking around London Bridge at around midnight. And I'm seeing someone falling into the mm-hmm. river tent. Not gonna lie, my first instinct would not be to, to jump, jump in and try and save no way. It. As bad it'll as it's ca- I think for me it'll be calling, it'll be calling like yeah. some sort of yeah, like, like or, a... yeah, like or to try and call for help or something. Mm. Like my first instinct wouldn't be because obviously my first thing is oh, it's dangerous and things like yeah. that. But for him to put him to put someone else that he doesn't know in front of himself. And in the dark as well, and it must be so cold. And also, I just don't even. Maybe he's had that sort of like. um I can't remember what they used to call it in like PE. You know, people do like was it like survival? Like I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a module. Yeah, I think like lifeguard. Yeah, something like that. Um, maybe he's had that kind of training, but me, I like, I genuinely don't think I'd have been able to do anything mm-hmm. if I was yeah. in the water. So, like, the fact that he was confident enough that he could actually help her—it's mm. just so sad that like they weren't able to like you know save him because the other two people were saved. Yeah, the yeah. person and the people saying that it's so sad. How obviously, like, obviously the person that wanted to commit the suicide, like, commit suicide, actually survived. Um. And people, I don't know how people want to just start chatting absolute rubbish. But obviously, they were just like, like, can you imagine the person who actually wanted to die survived, and the person that was trying to obviously help didn't? Mm. Which obviously it's is facts. So sad. It's, it's, it's facts, and it is actually so so sad. Mm. Um, and yeah, like you said, Tammy. To be fair, like when I heard of it, I think you know you kind of just think to yourself, wow, like if I was in that situation, like what would I, I do? actually have done it? I wouldn't. No. That really just goes to show that you know when someone's heart must be so like. Oh, I don't know. Then that heart must be so big, um, for you to just basically risk it all because at that point, like you said, it's you know that fight or flight kind of mode. Like you're you're like you just go into it. So I think yeah, like he, it's it's sad to see, but um, yeah, he's a he's a hero, and you know he is actually a hero when you think about it because yeah, you know not yeah. everyone has that instinct to go and do that thing immediately. Um, 
so yeah, like it's so sad though. Wow. <sighs> and obviously when you're, you know, it, it's sad regardless. But obviously, you know, when you see like a black person, I was going to say the same. It's thing. just another thing that is like, oh my. And you know, God. the black London community is actually quite small. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very small. So, you people are people on my TL know. Yes, the, the guy. person. Mm, so then yeah. it's like it, it just hits a bit closer to home, I think, because even though I don't know him, mm. the fact that there is there are people on my TL who do know him, it just mm. hurts a lot more. And it's just like I know that this death of a black man wasn't from violence, but it's just it's still the same. It's just still the same, like mm. death of death of a black man. I don't know, man. It's just I'm interested to know, and I don't know if this is like the right time to say this or whatever but mm. i'm interested to know what ethnicity this lady was because me too i'm I just right i don't know i don't know why it does, but it, i just it, feel a bit it never, it never it never actually said it i don't think no yeah. but, but it's just it's just it, it's just sad and the fact that he was nigerian as well and mm. it's just like because mm. obviously i told my parents because it's not mainstream news you yeah. like yeah i haven't heard it on which i think is another thing that is mad because if this were someone else, or I can't lie, if this were a white man jumping in to save a woman, that man's face is going to be everywhere, and it's going to be hero jumps in. But I know that on the story, I can't, I can't remember the article, but I think it was a Times or something. That the the title was like "Man Dies um, Jumping Into River," and then they phrased it in a way that was like as if like. They like the guy wasn't doing a heroic thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. whereas we know I have, was... I have, yeah, I have seen some articles where it does call him a hero and stuff. But yeah. okay. I just I feel like, I just feel like it's just, but it's not mainstream, it's... like you said. Yeah, like, I tried to find when I obviously you know I googled it so that I could like get the facts straight. Um, all the the places that were like um that were talking about it, they were like my london newspaper like news mm. like yeah platforms that you don't really oh there's one ha- like, okay no, no 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 it's um it's actually on bbc oh i was looking for it on sky news and i couldn't find it okay so but it's I on guess, BBC, yeah, bbc it's on the guardian it's on the standard it's actually everywhere now daily yeah, mail now but i think initially it wasn't because i literally saw it on um on twitter oh, i'm saying the article was posted a day ago so actually i think it was there maybe it's just not oh, oh just it just wasn't. yeah yeah but it's just, oh, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just sad because, because mm-hmm. I was looking at him and then obviously like people on the TL have been posting like videos of him and how he's been in like some people's YouTube videos and things like mm-hmm. that. And it's kind of like, he was literally like one of us, like if we were to go to like a motive or like he would probably be, not that he'd probably be there, but it's kind of like yeah, within the you. same community. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like. It hits a bit differently. I don't know. Yes. And he was so young as well. Yes. So young. Hmm. Oh, ah. God. No, this life. No, I should rest in peace. Honestly, rest in peace. Yeah. Honestly. Wow. Hey, God. Man, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think because this is like the second black man to die in water. I don't know. It's just oh, in the last like how many weeks? Like two weeks? Mm. I don't know man mm. so sad mm. so 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 sad also I think another thing that's really sad is that obviously today so for context we're, apl- we're recording on Sunday the 20th yeah. yeah Sunday the 25th and like news came out that Azalea um, died 
which I thought was really sad um, because obviously she's been fighting with leukemia since she was born. Mm. Yeah, no, honestly, that again. Because I think they were trying to raise money for her. Like, I think there was they a did raise money. They and it was like one million. It was like one million pounds. And they yes. actually did it. Yeah. But then I think they now said that they couldn't perform the surgery or something like that. Like, yeah. So essentially, I, don't know. I think from what I remember, obviously, like you said, she basically was diagnosed with leukemia just like when she was born. Um, and yeah, they obviously, you know, the dad who's Ashley Kane. Um, if you guys don't know who Ashley Kane is, he basically was on the show X on a beach, and he's also well, he was a footballer as well. Um, so yeah, basically, he obviously has like some sort of following. Um, and he shared that yeah, that his um his baby girl basically was diagnosed with leukemia, and you know, you know, there's a lot of treatments and stuff, and obviously those sort of things are obviously not free; they're very very expensive. Um. And he basically shared the story. And I think that's when the whole fundraising thing. And I feel like there's been two different two different occasions where they raised money. But the, the major one was basically there was a treatment that I think that was discovered somewhere. I don't know if it's in Singapore or somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I think it was Thailand. Was it Thailand? I don't think know. so. Oh, maybe it was Thailand. I Don't quote me on that. But it was somewhere um, that essentially said that they were launching. You know how they have like trials and like it's... They've started testing and they think that it's something that could basically help her. Mm. So um, this treatment was going to be extremely expensive. I don't remember what the target was set at, but all I know is that that fundraising, like within a, a couple of days, they had raised £1.5 million. Mm. Um, and obviously like to go and, you know, embark on those kind of treatments, you have to meet certain criterias. So essentially, I can't remember what, what, what was the actual criteria that needed to be met. But as obviously her condition was deteriorating, it gets to a point where it like it, it can no longer kind of be, it no longer meets the requirements for the treatment, if that kind of makes sense. You know, it needs to be at a certain stage. Once it goes past that stage, and obviously it's really hard to, to fight it. Um, and unfortunately, as things had progressed, it things had actually deteriorated quite rapidly ahead of when they, you know, they they scheduled this um, this treatment. And therefore she was no longer eligible to actually have the you know the treatment um anymore so i think he basically said i don't know whether i'm right or maybe you guys can you know mischange what i said but he didn't he say something along the lines of because of that like they're now just going to stop all kinds of um like treatment or whatever i think the doctors advised that they Uh, yeah that they stopped that they they've basically done all that they can do yeah um yeah that's i think when they took her home Yes, exactly. That's when they took her home finally. Um and they just spent some time with her. And yeah, then obviously like you know, like Sharon mentioned today's when unfortunately we heard that she passed away. And it's just so sad because I think for me the reason why it's sad, obviously it's it's sad just in general, but you know when it's just like a child is so when it comes to like children as well, and you know for me, like I said already, cancer for me is a trigger is a trigger thing. And it's the fact that it's a child that was going through this and you know, like children like like it's, it's just so painful like think about how adults kind of you know deal with it yeah alone a child like what the mm. heck is a lot for a baby to to be dealing with um and you can see how much and how how far you know the parents are willing to go do you know what i mean i like, also i know mm. not saying that other you know people who kind of stop are bad because you know 
each everyone can only take on so much and each baby and everyone knows their own baby and knows kind of you know what things are and obviously doctors will say different things at different times to different babies but this family you can just see how how dedicated they were to literally doing everything that was out even outside of their own reach obviously reaching out to others and all those things there um so yeah that's for me reason why and obviously everyone kind of warmed was basically part of it do you know what i mean like you know everyone was really involved so i think that's the reason why it really 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 touched me um to hear that yeah that she's passed away today yeah <laughs> just pray that god gives them the strength man honestly honestly because losing a i can't yeah losing a child that's that is that is a massive thing okay guys so as you know each week we do a song of the week and it's finally my turn again like Tammy said last week all these guests they've just been taking up the spot but um (laughs) this week I'm gonna choose a song that I have not stopped playing since it dropped like I'm sure Beatrice and Tammy you probably know what it's gonna be already but anyway I'm choosing Jackpot by Crayon that song Mm. is different I don't know what it is I don't know what it is about the song but it is just I think it's going to be my most played song in 2021 and I know that we've only just what okay we haven't only just died the year but like we're like a third of the way through the year but it doesn't matter like I just feel like that song is just going to be it's like Mm -hmm. it's similar to that you know how I was obsessed with Love and Watiti I feel Mm. like it's the same sort of thing with Jackpot but yeah if you guys don't know as always we'll put it on our story um and we will add it to our spotify playlist as well so check it out if you haven't listened to it that reminds me sorry real quick last weekend when we were um at thingy's birthday and then pete um (laughs) when we had we were going through i think the playlist actually we were skimming through your playlist tammy for songs (laughs) to put on um, and Ronaldo basically was like, oh, who the heck is Crayon? <laughs> and that for me, yeah, it just killed me. He was like, what the heck? There's not, it's called Crayon. I was like, if nah, you don't cool. understand. This is another thing, actually. So, like, somehow, some way, Beatrice and I have just turned into the the music coordinators at these moments. But anyway, um, so yesterday, not yesterday, two days ago, when we were at the party or whatever, we were trying to, like, find songs and stuff. And obviously, because we are like up to date with Afrobeats, Afrobeats. I assume that everyone will know these songs. But then when I was going through them, I was just like, I don't know. Are they going to know this? That's the thing. And also because we haven't been outside yet, people people aren't as exposed to to certain sort of like music. Do you know what I mean? Like the the latest releases, you're not really exposed to it like that as you normally would. So that's why as well, I was just like, oh, I don't know whether people would actually vibe to this. Like, we don't know. We haven't seen it in a party environment. Because, you know, there's songs that you just know, like, oh, yeah, in a party environment, it just goes it's off. It's slap, like, yeah. It slaps. But because there's certain songs now that have obviously dropped this past year, in fact, that we just haven't seen in that environment. We're only knowing because maybe our friends in Nigeria have been playing the song. You know what I mean? Like, that's different. Mm-hmm. You can't compare it to this UK is the ground. thing. This is the thing. Like, I know we're obviously UK girls, yeah, but... At the same time, I feel like because we have so many friends in Niger and we obviously like are exposed to their like stories and all that kind of stuff. To me, these songs are bait, but mm, then yeah. you're not sure. Like even KPK, I was like, should I play I like, this? Like, 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 will they know this song? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Do they appreciate the, the, you know what I mean? The yeah, trust me, because at this point, it'll just be Beatrice and I like, ha. It's true because... <laughs> it's true because the other day 
my friend um Nigel, he sent me um a video of you know people doing this Bob Ruski yeah, 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 Bob yeah. Ruski challenge. Yeah, he was like, Oh, what song is this? This came out last year. <laughs> How are you asking me what song is this in, in April? Can you imagine? Nah, I said, nah, obviously things ain't clicking in this UK. That's like, what I'm like, honestly... so you can't blame them. You can't blame them. If people aren't like naturally when you think about it most people do hear a lot of songs when they're out like we haven't been out do you know what i mean we ain't, we ain't able to really vibe like yeah that but you're saying that yeah but kpk was has been yeah but tammy don't no but tammy that's been... also fully yoruba like i don't even yeah. think like even if we went out i don't even know like now maybe because of the whole bob risky tiktok thing but other than that i don't think in the uk they'd really play that like that is totally yoruba from yoruba, start to finish yeah. like it's not really like I don't know. Like I don't think it's, it's not like a burner, I think we're getting like confused with yeah, yeah. Nah, KPK. That song was so big. It's kind of like yeah, but Tammy, we're talking about in the UK. Well, it's I guess, I'm, I guess I'm in the wrong like, country Because for me, when I heard, I heard it like you know how David O does his um he does his like little snippets before songs drop and stuff. So obviously mm. from that moment, I said, eh, I'm I'm locked in." Do you know what I mean? But I did actually. People wouldn't, people who aren't really locked in like that, they wouldn't really know. And like Sharon said, to be honest, like, I don't know whether that song, even like now, if things, as things are opening up and people are like going out and stuff, I actually don't even know whether people even be receptive to it just because, like Sharon said, it is fully Yoruba. Nah, they'll be receptive. I hope so, because the beat just as a dance, dance, just because I feel like, I feel like the song, I feel like the song is is everywhere well obviously because as you said we follow a lot we've got a lot of friends in nigeria mm. but i'm just thinking like i remember when i first heard the song not that many people knew it mm. but then obviously like over christmas and then start of this year mm. but then obviously the whole bob risky thing that really elevated yeah, the yeah, song yeah, i feel yeah. like in this country it, it elevated the song because in nigeria kpk has been playing even Yo, before they even but even before they even had like the official video and everything, like yeah. it's been playing. So that reminds that, me of um, E Wallet as well, to be honest. Like E Wallet, well, I think was where people from Bob Risky's video where he did like, well, sorry, she did a um, a dancing thing to E Wallet. Like that, that song, I think people didn't even know about it as well until then. So people yeah. just only interact with those songs when they hear it like either in a viral video or in a club so yeah i think it's so different for us especially mm-hmm. like because well i know beatrice you say that like you're not really an afrobeats person like that but by default like obviously with like tammy me and mm-hmm. everyone else that is like fully invested in afrobeats i think by default we're likely to even come into contact with more songs anyway just because that is like my drug mm. <laughs> so i need to i think i need to, well anyway this weekend i definitely deeped it because i was just like right like even i was going through my own songs and i was like what is here that people that actually vibes to like genuinely like you know that's mm. how you're trying to search like what what song they drop burner drop back in 2000 and uh 13 or like genuinely that was me i was like let's play like to party let's play those kind of things whereas yeah like if it was a niger crowd obviously it'd be like completely different Mm. but yeah sorry like sharon said the song will be on our instagram so obviously go listen to that and guys like i said last week check out the spotify playlist we'll obviously put in our story so you guys can get the direct link um but the spotify playlist i can't lie it's been jumping and also have to give a shout out to tammy as well because the africanet playlist has been Hmm. Has been doing me real wonders as well. So we're Here still, you know, what I mean, we wanna, we wanna, you know, a fresh one, a fresh cut soon. You know what I mean? But yes, yeah, course, cool. it's doing me, it's doing me good right now. So make sure you guys listen to both of those playlists ASAP.
Okay, guys, so um, a lot of you might not know, but <laughs> me and Beatrice's fave got married. <laughs> <laughs> she got married, was it like, was it last week or a week before? I think it was, it was last week. week. Yeah, yeah so um, this influencer, this makeup influencer called Makeup Shayla, um, well, Shayla, um, mm. she got married um, in Mexico, like, last week, and it was, like, a destination wedding. And obviously... Um, it was just nice to see because I don't know about you guys, but like when I follow someone for a long time and you just see their journey and stuff, yes. and now like yes. it's just monumental moments in their life. And you're just, yes. I don't know how I can be so excited for someone that doesn't even know me, but mm. that's, <laughs> that's just how I feel. And just seeing like um, her relationship blossom, not even just her relationship, like her career in general. Yes, so, finally, finally. Yeah, literally. So she's definitely getting the recognition that she deserves but let's we're just going to focus on the wedding at this point mm. so um like looking at her wedding and stuff it made us um want to bring up this topic kind of like um would you rather go for a massive like glamorous wedding or would you rather because a lot of people were like i'd rather have a house so um <laughs> kind of like, because obviously when we saw um Shayla's wedding it wasn't mm. a big wedding but you can see that there was budgets as in there was yes hmm. yes I was there gonna say let's was... even I think we should even kind of well I mean I don't know too much but from what we can like remember let's walk through the wedding because yeah. essentially so for you guys obviously they, they, no but we have to we have to because it's actually like there's so many things that happen on that whole trip that I just feel like wow like I wouldn't have thought of that but now I'm like damn like if I had if I can I would definitely want to do something like that yeah. So, oh, I, I, that's actually a good point. Actually, let me not even make this joke. Where is Shayla based now? Are they, are they still in LA? Yeah, they're in LA, but obviously okay. they live in like the suburbs now. Like, yeah. Where all the Kylie Jenners and the, 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 those. Yeah, people. yeah. Okay, so basically, um, Shayla is based out in LA. Um, and like Tammy said, the wedding was in Mexico. So obviously, like, it's not like a round the corner thing. Like, obviously, you know, with America is big, but that's actually a trip to to go from Mexico to LA. So, um, yeah, they they went to LA. And that's basically where it started. So one, one thing that I wanted to discuss was uh, the, the things that happened before the wedding. So essentially, they basically had their bachelor and Hindu kind of celebrations literally the weekend or like a couple of days before the wedding at this destination. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but it looked lit up. And one moment for me that was just like, wow. And I think Tammy, you mentioned this when we were talking about this earlier, was the fact that like they had like two different boats simultaneously, two different two two different boats simultaneously going down. Like you know, what I mean, the same like, route. Same but one route. was for the girls and one was yes. for the guys. And I'm just thinking, yes. like, this is what you call <laughs> this is what you call money. Like the fact, do you know what it is? I think it's the fact that I've never actually seen someone be like, okay, we're gonna have our bachelorette party. Mm. within the same time period period as the wedding but that's actually genius it actually makes so much sense and you know sometimes they'll be like oh um it's meant to be just for the girls or just for the guys Mm. the fact that they incorporated it and then obviously they had separate boats and stuff like it just seemed it just seemed ideal Mm. Mm. that is exactly it and that's actually something i want to ask you guys so obviously like just thinking about like the you know obviously we're not we haven't got the guys in it but just just this picture just picture in it uh, use your imagination use your thoughts you know what i'm saying um so 
do do you guys think that that's actually something that you would actually like consider doing um and do you like the idea of actually mixing like the 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 girls and the boys together like you know i mean that the 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 groom and his you know his boys and obviously the the bride and his and the, her, her girls coming together to celebrate do you do you like the idea or do you think that it should be completely separate I would want mine to be completely separate but I understand like the when you say completely separate is it you just don't want any guys around not that I don't want any or guys if there were around guys you don't want to be your partner uh would I want my male friends at my hen do is what you're asking me no not your male it's not your male friends as such it will basically no it's not your male friends yeah it's not your male friends do you but then if you if my partner's not there so you're talking about my partner's friends basically that the people is going to be part of his wedding like the wedding part of your wedding how will he be there but the man my husband no he (laughs) I thought you just asked that now you're saying is it that you don't want guys or is it that you don't want your husband but i'm thinking okay but if the guys are there then obviously by no default. but i'm saying you know how obviously what what women typically do when they do their hen do they go there then like they'll have like different like guys that's not even like they don't know like you know what i mean if you're going like away or something like foreign people like like treating you like hanging oh, around with you like that's what i mean that? do you want a case to be where it's like well i can't say all the tourists should leave <laughs> like if they're guy tourists on holiday then like that's fine but like I would want to just do something like just with my girls like girls only and like my my husband can do his own or my fiance can do his own thing with his guys but the thing is though I feel like they they still did that I mean obviously okay maybe it's not yeah just asking me no 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 no, no. I'm just I I get what you mean because I feel like my answer's wrong but carry on (laughs) no I get what you mean I'm just saying that I feel like with that situation though do they not kind of get that because Obviously, like I said, like the girls had their own thing, the guys had their own thing. Fair enough, they were like gone on the same route, but then obviously, then they had the opportunity to come together. So you're just saying you just that you just want it separately. Um, I just yeah, I think like I think what they did was really nice. Destination wedding, so mm. I don't know if Hindus normally happen at, but it, it would just make the most sense. You might as well just do everything in one go. If you're doing a destination, like I understand this, the whole idea of just doing everything in one go, but um, I think I would just like. I would just like to have it completely separate. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just think it'd just be nice to like, you do your own thing. I do my own thing. Then later on, we can be talking about, oh, this is what happened here. This is what happened there. Like, not that we have to all come together. I'm still going to see you tomorrow. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Interesting. 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 What are you, Tammy? Um, Obviously, before I saw Shayla's thing, I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's the normal thing just to do things separately and things like that. But mm. I think the way that she incorporated um, the wedding and like, I'm just thinking about it was kind of what you call it cost effective for the people that um, were going, not just mm. I'm not talking about them, but in terms of like, the maybe friend. like, because I, I don't really think she had like a bridal party. Well, Did to it? be honest, I don't know because um, you haven't seen the, like the proper yeah because wedding. the ceremony um they mm. put that they don't want anybody to film anything like they they put a note like i don't know if you guys saw it they went they had their wedding like outside mm. and then um there was like a sign at like when people were walking into like where the ceremony was going to be where they were sharing their vows like oh um we want this moment to be special and we want to share it with you so can no one record or no one take any pictures and things like mm. that with like their phone so they cause, so that's why we didn't even see like the actual dress yeah. until like way later on because her reception dress was different from the mm. dress that she had her thing in. So I think um 
was I going to say? I was going to say that um, I think it was just, as I said, I don't think she had a bridal, tr- like a bridal party. So mm, it's just her close, her close, yeah, girls, her close friends who came mm. for like her bachelorette kind of thing. So mm. I think it was, it would be cost effective for the people coming because they literally just have to go for that time and be like, okay, that's the wedding. Like that's the whole mm. thing. So they've incorporated like the bachelorette with the wedding mm. as to okay so we're doing let's say i wanted to do a destination wedding but i also wanted to have my bachelorette on a destination as well Mm. so that would just be a lot of money for a lot of people so Mm -hmm. i kind of think that it was considering the fact that obviously they just incorporated it all on the same Mm. all in the same trip so it would definitely be an idea and me watching her wedding like like on social media and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's now made me really want to do a destination wedding like before I didn't want to do it, mm. but now it just seems like just so nice. And mm. this UK, like even if, like honestly, <laughs> not this UK. <laughs> no, honestly, because because obviously my dad went, my my dad went for a wedding um in Nigeria um mm. last month, and just in terms of like venues, atmosphere, everything, you just like the UK just ain't sl- it does nice. it just doesn't have. First of all, everyone uses raining. the same damn halls in Tottenham yeah. and North London. Like, yeah, tired, like everyone bro. uses Curvan banqueting, whatever. Meri- was it Meridian Grand? Sh- Meridian. Yeah, yeah, Meridian Grand. Like- Meridian, bruv. What? And it's just like, there's that no... Place, like, like, even that, me, that, that one's nice, I know. That's not nice. Yeah, Meridian <laughs> Grand is nice. Like, I've always said that if I was to have a wedding, it'd probably, yeah, me too. It'd probably be there. But yeah. in terms of like variety, aesthetics, like... We don't have anything in this UK. Like, there's mm. not like there's no. And I'm just thinking like, if you're abroad, you already know that you're probably gonna get. You probably might want to get married outside, but even if you didn't, it'd be fine. Or like, mm. in case of Nigeria, yeah, the wedding that my dad went to. If you see the way they transformed that place, mm. like in terms of decoration, you mm. wouldn't even know it's the same hall. They would like, it's so nice, and they take. Oh, I can't it, lie though the issue of getting married in the uk is that a lot of people stay in london but there are so many nice venues if you wanted to stay in the uk there are so many nice venues outside of london because oh, where yeah, my uncle get, got married was oh i'm hearing a bit of feedback okay when my uncle got married was really really nice and what i really liked about his wedding as well is that we were there for like a weekend and stuff mm. and then the, the day after his actual wedding and stuff um he had like a I don't know what they called it, like a post-wedding breakfast or something for like all of the family that had stayed over. And we all had our own cottages. So all the family stayed on the grounds where they got married in like little cottages and stuff. And then we all came together for breakfast the following day. And it was all really nice. Like, so I think London, like just restricting yeah. it to London yeah, is the true. actual issue. Like it's I don't think true. it's the UK. Because There's a lot of places in Wales that are really nice as well. Yeah, we went, we went to Bath and it was like a, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like, basically just like fields and fields and fields and there was one one building where my um auntie like got ready and stuff and it was so nice and the pictures were so nice and then they got in like a little carriage thingy and then she drove to like the place where they got married and when they got married was outdoors as well Mm -hmm. and then you walked over to like where the actual reception was it was so like genuinely if I got married in the UK that is the sort of thing that I would want Mm. but anyway yeah yeah I actually get that yeah but for me now to go and say, okay, guys, I'm getting married and I'm getting married in Bath. Everyone will be thinking, what the hell is going yeah. on? Like, but it's your like, wedding. No, so I, understand is everyone? I understand that it's my wedding, but in my head, I still, 
want to be considerate of a lot of people like I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't want everybody to spend a lot of money like I, if I wanted if I wanted to do my if I'm not going to do my wedding in London or Essex then I might as well go abroad mm. like do you know what I mean go abroad because you want to do it like I know for my uncle yeah. like he set up um transport so like it picked everyone up not yeah I think it picked up everyone that didn't come like earlier or whatever because obviously I was part of like the bridal train and I was family so I came like a few days before but it picked up everyone from London and it drove them all down but it's true it depends I mean we'll get onto this in a minute because we haven't actually asked Beatrice about like Hindu and stuff but I'm the same as you like I think I would just prefer destination to be fair mm. like oh, that that Shayla's word it really it really opened my eyes because at mm. first I was like okay yeah but I want people I want a lot of people to be at my wedding but I'm just like you know yeah people are gonna come if they're gonna come yeah, yeah. you know what I mean exactly. that's that goes that goes with the whole um location in Bath as well like mm. it's actually your day so whatever you want to do people mm. will make the effort make the effort to, exactly. make that, to go that extra mile mm. but Beatrice what like in light of Shayla's Hindu and Stagdu mm. Sitch like what are you now thinking you know what yeah now you've spoken about it I actually think the reason why it works for them is because one they were basically a couple already so they mm. obviously live together right so they already have friendships as a couple right mm. so mm. it's very different where you're for example living at home and you have your own kind of separate kind of groups and stuff from your partner because obviously like you're not really like moved in yet obviously when you're going to be in a relationship things will begin to merge but there's a different kind of merging where you live when you live with someone and also yeah. for them like they're also a bit older than us as well mm. so it's very and like their friends are married couples like do you know what I mean it's very mm, very different yeah it's a different group do you know what I mean so I think for me if it ends up being that I'm with someone and actually we have you know a lot of friends I think this will lead on to what we want to talk about in terms of even like who would be on your bridal train or not even just you know just you know those like yeah bridal trains for example um like it just depends on you know who who makes it and you know if that if that group actually happens to be a group that is very very linked with the male the male part of like you know my my partner's um group as well like then I I don't have an issue us kind of going out and doing it together because you know it, it everyone will feel connected it will actually feel more of like a massive like I don't know I think you've summarized it perfectly, yeah, perfectly. that's exactly I think that's exactly yeah. my thinking because you're right like Desi and her husband were there there were yeah. other few couples and like she obviously had all the ladies at her stag and they all the their partners were on yes at Les's um sorry she had all the ladies at her hen and then all the all the guys were at Les's stag so it makes mm-hmm. sense yeah. but if they're separate then it's just kind of like what is the point yeah if they're separate, coming yeah, together because mm. I don't even yeah. know you like that yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I think I think the living together aspect of it is is key because obviously just to give a bit of background he actually was never living in LA he lived yeah. in I think he lived in like Detroit in New Jersey was it New Jersey? I don't think it was New Jersey. I think it was New York, actually. Sorry. No, no, no. I feel like it was somewhere like, is it Detroit, Michigan, those kind of places? Like, I think it was. Today. I think it's somewhere like that. And then obviously <laughs> somewhere like that. <laughs> somewhere like that. And then he moved to LA, so he kind of like went into her life, if that makes sense. So he okay, kind of had to adapt to and then make friends with all of her friends and things like that. So it's relatively a lot easier if all of your friends are the same friends that you were going to invite anyway, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I just feel like, as Beatrice said, she kind of summarised it quite well. Like, if you've established friends, like, as a couple, then 
it would be a lot easier to integrate that into a joint kind joint slash split kind of um hen slash stag do on the same trip Mm. yeah um so just going back to what we were talking about earlier about like uk weddings or destination or whatever mm. and when you when we say destination i don't know if we're including nigeria in that but anyway i guess we'll <laughs> clarify in a minute <laughs> but um what is you guys's preference do you think what in terms of nigeria mm. or just no location? i just mean like do you have a location in mind that you're like this is where i want to get married or is it kind of just like i'll make that decision when i'm with my partner or do you have like yeah a preference mm. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go on. So I think for me, obviously, like, we're talking, well, we ain't got no partners. So one, it would... You Why do know. you keep reiterating no, this? this is what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, we know the we're reason why, The reason why <laughs> it was going to affect what I'm going to say is because when I'm with my partner, if we have, you know, obviously you might go on trips and stuff, or, like, there might be some a place that actually, okay. like, is now becomes, like, symbolic place. to yeah do you know what I mean like symbolic to you both or something like then you know I would obviously go with that but um I genuinely feel like it's I've been I'm, I'm in two minds I feel like sometimes I've seen some people do the whole and I think we're trying to actually you know trying to, um when she was planning to do her wedding and stuff before yeah. mm-hmm. it, the idea of you know allowing people who might not be able to travel to still joining and the wedding like and and have some sort of part in it so if that means okay doing the traditional in london and then doing the actual white wedding and stuff abroad then that to me would seem like the perfect thing because one obviously like i actually feel like now like watching these weddings and stuff i really want my wedding wedding if possible to be not in not small small is the wrong thing but youthful and I know that's when I say you know what I'm to say, you know it's good to see the youth but really and truly like it needs to be the majority of us rather than our parents and their friends if that makes sense mm. and mm. I feel like um doing a destination aids that and it helps yeah that. it helps you it helps control first of all it helps control the numbers yes control the crowd control the crowd <laughs> literally control the crowd Malian, 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 step because i know a lot of people that chosen to do a destination wedding one of the main like obviously it's the aesthetics and the whole night mm. but one of a big reason as well is that they're able to control numbers like That's- with if you do your wedding in London and things like that, it's hmm. easy for anyone just to be like, okay, I'm just going Any to bring really willy to come and start I'm just going to bring, 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 bring and things like, like that. And I've always said like I don't mind having a big wedding. Like I, I actually don't mind. Like mm. I would want I would want my parents to want to invite their yes, friends and stuff because too. I just feel like it's a celebration. It's, it's man. a celebration, and they want to share that with yeah. the ones that they love as well. So I don't mind my my parents wanting to invite people, as long as um you're contributing, it's fine. Like as long yeah. as you're putting the money forward, then it's fine. And I feel like That's... they would do that. Mm. But in terms of like um, sometimes on the other on the flip side of me as well, I just want it to be a bit more. I, I guess the traditional can be the whole. Not in not be rowdy, but it could be a bit more, you know, <laughs> mm. a lot of people and things like celebration. Mm. But I think 
when it comes to like the white wedding it's so mm. nice having like even if, even if i was to have like 300 people even though it's still classified as a big wedding at least majority of the people that when i look into the crowd i'll see a lot of people that i know and stuff and yes. it can be a bit more intimate and stuff and it can be more enjoyable if that yes. makes sense because yes. a lot of people when i when i talk to people that have had weddings and stuff they were like you have no control on the day you're not going to be the one saying oh this person needs to get out and things like that you're, you're the one participating in the wedding you're not the event planner mm. on the day there's only so much that you can do until the day happens so um I think it's just a lot easier to do your wedding abroad maybe not easier but I think in terms of like numbers and things like that it's just a lot nicer to do it abroad yeah um, I'm still in two minds because obviously there's a possibility that I would want to get married in Nigeria but you know Mm, mm, mm. I feel like Nigeria one's a whole different thing in itself like because fair enough you're not getting married in a country that is uh where you live and then also obviously like it's effort not effort but it requires money for everyone to be traveling over but because you're going to somewhere where there's also family there as well do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like, yeah it's it's a bit different whereas where you where if you're compared to somewhere where there's like literally like nothing that's related to your culture nobody no family lives there it's a complete different ball game in my opinion um yeah, 100%. but yeah what about you sharon um i think i want to do um a destin i want to have a destination wedding and i think well firstly for like views and stuff like mm. not views uh youtube views but like you know what i mean like the mm. scenery and stuff like that because yeah. i think i would like an outdoor wedding or like mm. semi-outdoor mm. um and also i think as well for numbers like controlling the numbers only because i think like i'm not fussed about my engagement if you like invite your dog okay don't invite animals but if you like <laughs> invite your friends do you know what i mean you mean your but, traditional engagement yeah tried engagement mm. i don't mind i don't really care who comes that one is a party like we're actually mm. just there to jail Turn you get it for real, for real. but my actual wedding i would love for it to be like more intimate mm. um and yeah like i just don't want to be crying and i'm looking into the crowd for like moral support and then i'm seeing somebody's somebody 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 and i'm thinking who the heck mm. are you mm. but um no anyway yeah i don't know i just think that i don't know I just, there's just something i don't i feel like there's some sort of magic abroad like you know when you go on yeah. holiday you know that holiday feeling that you get yeah there's something magical about like being away from home and getting married not like this english weather that you can't even it might start snowing like you actually just don't know mm. um i think that's another thing like wanting to be able to semi-control the weather like yeah just not having like crazy surprises but then i think with that as well like you have to be considerate because there's some people who you may really want to come but they yes. may not be able to afford it and i feel like that's where it becomes a bit challenging because yeah. and also like are you meant to subsidize people... like yeah what? with people with um grandparents actually something else i was going to say that like um you know for me i mean i only literally only have one grandparent left um Same. and he cannot travel um so for me it's not really a thing like that as such but for example if the if whoever i'm with um you know their parent they've got their grandparents and for example they cannot travel or or maybe they're in the uk and they cannot travel or something along those lines and they want them to be a part of it like that would be a huge factor that would need to be considered um so like you said there's, there's certain people that kind of like definitely very immediate close family would influence 
as well as to whether a destination can be viable or not. Mm, and we obviously, God willing, obviously, like, God willing and stuff, but we thank God our parents are all in good health as well. Mm. That we're, you know, we're not in a position where our parents as well cannot travel or anything mm. like that. So that's also something that I know that other people would definitely be having to consider whether their parents are even able to travel um, mm. and things like that. So yeah yeah 100 I think like you know if I wasn't able to have a destination wedding I had to do everything in the UK or whatever then it might just be a thing like where I do like vow renewals like Mm. 10 years later like abroad or Mm. something like Mm. I'm not a hunt like I'm not fussed I'm not like oh no I'm putting my foot down here like this is exactly what I'm doing I think a lot of it will be influenced by what my partner wants to do Mm -hmm. but obviously as women I think like you semi take yes we take control control. of of what what happens on the day so like Mm -hmm. I think I'm not I'm not sure if my partner would really be fast like that but Mm. yeah I don't know I think a destination wedding with a trad in the UK I used to say that I wanted my trad to be in Nigeria but I don't think that makes any sense if I'm having trad in Nigeria and then destination wedding like people are just gonna have to be traveling twice you know Mm, and it makes more sense I think for the people in Nigeria to come to England than for everyone in England to go to the UK Mm. go to the UK go to Nigeria Mm. um so just wanted to say and actually tell me this is where I think it'll be nice if you could step in um for people that don't know what we mean when we say trad so for us we, we're all nigerian here um and we're all yoruba um and essentially we have what we call like a traditional wedding which is a wedding that's basically like yeah i, I mean it's kind of self-explanatory i think um with the title um but essentially what people tend to do here is they have a traditional wedding um which I legally I don't think it doesn't stand here in the UK legally um because obviously you still have to go to the registry to obviously you know be officially married um so people tend to do a traditional wedding but then also then do the white wedding and then have the registry there and all that sort of thing there um so yeah I think it would be nice for some people I guess to understand why we say that you know a traditional can be it's kind of okay to happen in the UK it's, it's because it's more of like a one day affair um and like it's not really it's I don't know how to explain it like it's it's crucial but because it's not really like it's not really legally standing like you can have a bit more flexibility with things like if things don't go 100 you're not saying vows and stuff yeah like... you're not saying vows like that like etc so I don't know Tammy if you want to walk through quickly like I guess some people as well will be interested who aren't necessarily Yoruba and all that sort of things to know what exactly happens in a traditional wedding. That'll be actually, that'll be good. Yeah. So basically, essentially what it is, is basically like um, the two families basically coming together. I Mm. think that's kind of like what it is. It's mainly to do with um, the families coming together as opposed to. You know what I mean? So yeah. the white wedding is more like the um christian side of it like um um going to the church and doing all that but when in fact like the yoruba part of it is um families coming together and things like that so basically essentially what happens is um kind of i'll kind of like walk through like what actually happens at a traditional nigerian wedding so first of all um think the bride's family dances in first and then it's the groom's family so that's why it's kind of like that's why i said it's kind of like a family thing because in which wedding do you see family without <laughs> without, without the bride and the groom dancing in do you know what exactly I mean? so that's what happens and then obviously um 
would I say that the event is hosted? I don't know whether. What, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's like an MC, it's like the person who, who runs the, the, the thing. Yeah. yeah, so they're called Alagaz, and they're basically like you have one for the bride's family and one for the groom's family, and they basically like um, kind of like they officiate the. Um, the coming togethers of the families so they're the ones they'll sing they'll bring talking drum band and things like that mm. they'll dance and things like that they'll sing and all that stuff so it's kind of like um kind of like a lively event mm. so yeah so they've come in as i said each family has an alligator and they basically basically the groom will now dance in with his friends and things like that then they'll now um there's also like a proposal made like a letter that they have to that the um groom's family will present to the wife's family so mm. basically like a proposal letter like just i've had to read one of them out before as um wait i think i'm getting it wrong two seconds because i know that there's a letter that you have to um that you have to read out okay yeah so basically yeah so the yeah so i, I was right so the nigerian so the Mel, the the groom, has to mm. propose a letter that um is for the bride's parents, and then the, basically the letter is basically like a symbol that um like they have to accept the groom if that yes. makes sense, the bride's yes. family, and on the day a member of the bride's family has to read it out. That's I had to read it out when my auntie got married. Mm. So basically, so after that, so yeah, so the groom comes in and then does the prostrating or whatever. So the prostrating is kind of like um, how do you, like a like a like a sign of respect in a way mm. that is now like I'm taking your bride away from your family essentially. So mm. that's why that the all the men um on the floor, all the men yeah. on the floor and they prostrate they prostrate and stuff. So um we know a couple of people who who have issues with that one, but we won't go there. (laughs) Oh damn. That's another topic for another day. But yeah, then the the bride um comes in with all her friends as well and things like that. So mate, basically what it is is that it's just two families coming together. Mm. It's I would say it's kind of similar to like how um like if you have have your white wedding, it's just it's just a bit more colourful, a bit more lively. Mm. And like the alligators, they'll pray and things like that. Then the mother of the bride will pray with the with the bride in front of everybody. So I think, and obviously they'll cut the cake and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's kind of just like two families coming together. I don't want to go too much into it because we'll be here forever. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of like an overlook of what happens. And obviously there's like dancing and stuff. There's talking mm. around, there's all that stuff. So... If yeah. anyone hasn't gone to a Yoruba traditional wedding, I personally think it's better than the white I wedding. I was going to oh, say the same 110%. thing. I'm 110%. actually more excited for trads than I am for white weddings. I find white weddings quite boring, actually. Yes. Like, the ceremony is a bit dead. I can't lie. Like, mm. get me to the reception so I can eat or something. But mm. um, the tra- traditional weddings, they're so fun. And I think as well, like, I don't know if this is always the case, but all of the ones that I've attended, they've always been in Yoruba as well. And I just mm. think, like... It yeah. just makes it more enjoyable because your yes. whole culture, I just feel like, is just displayed like mm. and celebrated in that in that day. Mm. But um, nah, yeah, definitely they're better than white weddings, hundred yeah, percent. Imagine if we I'm only one... had English weddings, I would just. What is the point? <laughs> and one thing I was gonna say is that, like, um, as you're doing, as you're proceeding through the um, the kind of stages that Tammy mentioned, you know, where you have to like, you know, read out a letter, all those sort of things. Essentially, like it, it becomes really interactive and funny because um 
there's even things where like if you do something wrong like you get fined so like you have to go and make a payment yeah. so like it's just really really yeah, exactly. interactive like people who are actually in the wedding as well like you will have a You're lot involved. of fun but even watching Trust. it even watching it you'll hear the jokes that's flying all those sort of things like you'll just be laughing along and that's why we said that having it in the UK and having like a, a, a large amount of people, it's not too, it's not too bad because yeah. it is. It in is fact, it's really, preferred, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it is all about families literally merging together. And it's, I, I just feel like it's like the perfect segue before getting, you know, going to the, to the, do the white wedding. I think it's just perfect for the families to kind of like blend officially in front of everyone and just have fun with it. Mm. So, and obviously like Sarah said, it's traditional. So obviously you're wearing like, traditional um clothing and all that sort of thing and yeah i just absolutely love it yeah yeah i was gonna say about the clothing as well like the asher will be like all your mm-hmm. friends will be wearing it yeah you'll be wearing your asher okay hey, and things Asher-O-B. like that so mm. and it's just like it's just so and then you'll now be thinking of oh, what colors are you going to, mm. to pick and things like that so i think the yoruba traditional wedding is just it's just so nice and yeah. like even as i said like there's the praying and things like that like some mm. of the prayers like it'll just be in Yoruba it's, and, yeah, and yeah. it's so and it, powerful and it's more stronger than how it would be in um in English and things like when I said that like the month that like, there's a part in every um Yoruba traditional wedding where the mum prays for the daughter yeah, and that, that is part, the part that I always that's the fans. part is where like you see people crying mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so it's just oh, so beautiful i well. just love it like i just Honestly. love how like the men prostrate the women like nails all that kind of stuff like i just i don't know i just think especially for us in the uk we don't always get to see that because mm, we're yes. obviously in the uk it's mm. do you know what i mean but mm. when you go to these weddings it's like it's just a huge celebration on, and just like a fantastic beautiful colorful portrayal of our culture mm. and yeah I don't know it's just it's just yeah I'm excited but yeah on that topic of like you know weddings traditional weddings and stuff have you guys ever thought about like your bridal train and like would you would you want to have a train and if you did have a train would you want it to be big would you want it to be small does the number of men have to match the number of women um and do you have like in your mind like an idea of like people that you would have on your train if you were to get married like next year for example hmm next year loads of questions loads of questions First i can do you want to train <laughs> i'm so i think i can actually summarize it all quickly um oh. and again i'm sorry i'm basically sounding like a broken record here but i genuinely do believe it depends on who i'm with the reason why i say that is because i as much uh, getting that balance between people who have been there in your life but then also people who are part of your relationship i think is key so you know like for example there's certain people that like when you're in a relationship maybe your 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 friendship or your i don't know it can either like deteriorate or it can improve like do you get Mm. what i'm trying to say so like there's certain people that yes like you were there when we were younger and stuff but you actually are, are not really like that like that involved with my relationship as such that you you haven't really been around my partner in fact there's been loads of times where people are on the train and they actually are meeting the the groom or meeting the bride for the first time and i to me that's that seems a bit wild maybe not maybe it's not maybe it's normal but i just think that's a bit mad to actually not even know properly you know the person so that's why for me i'm like i kind of want to get that balance right because there's definitely people in my life that like i'm cool with now but i don't know how that relationship will will kind of blossom or 
or move like when I'm with someone else not with someone else when I'm with someone um so yeah I think that's that's why I don't know how my train will look like I don't know whether I would even have one because if he doesn't if he's not really on selecting people then obviously like I'm not gonna force (laughs) having a bridal train with no (laughs) no No men men, like what the hell um so yeah I think that's it for me but ideally if everything was like I could literally have it the way that I would want it um I think I would actually want to have quite a small not small maybe like five uh people on my train um nothing like too mad mad but the thing about trains and stuff and I think I know Tammy will probably go into this because we've had like a similar conversation ages ago so it'll be interesting to know whether Tammy your your view has changed but actually as I'm beginning to see these weddings more and more and I think Shayla's one has definitely again sparked something up like it's actually not necessary as such like I thought it was necessary but I've definitely changed my mind on that that it's actually not as necessary as I thought to have one and obviously just having the you know your close friends be part of every single journey so that you know you're the, they'll be there for the Hindu, they'll be there for like you know the bri- uh, bridal shower like as long as they're there then that that's that's really what matters isn't it so yeah that's that's kind of what my view is what about you Tammy yeah so my view hasn't changed I don't really want a bridal party um I just feel like not not saying that oh I, I can't choose or something like that I just feel like it just puts too much pressure like I, I don't want I want mm. people to feel comfortable because I know sometimes yes if someone asks me oh do you want to be a bride like I'll just be like oh, oh god bridesmaids have to wear one funky dress now like <laughs> I just want everybody I, I just don't want any any more stress so I'd rather just not go down the route I would probably have a bridal party for my traditional where there's tendencies to be like what like 15 to 20 girls if that makes sense like mm. there'll be a lot of um women and stuff like that I think I'll lean more to that with my traditional wedding but in terms of wedding in terms of um the white wedding my white wedding I'm not 100% I might have a maid of honor but I think that would probably be it mm-hmm. um in terms yeah I don't think I don't think I'd have one it hasn't really changed unless Unless the guy that I marry maybe wants to have, that's mm. when I probably be more open to that idea. But as it stands, I just don't think um, it's that necessary. Mm. I think, yeah, I just don't think it's that necessary. Sorry, I think I just. I Who are you apologising to? In it, but I want to be sorry. sorry. Oh, sorry. Maybe people, maybe people that are listening that think I'm going to pick them. I'm sorry. Oh, but don't, don't but at, at this point of time, I just just now like you know what yeah i I agree but one thing actually now that i've said that even i agree i'm just thinking with the way the layout the way the wed the white weddings work like how like who walks down like before the bride like if there's no the children just children that's it and are you that's, asking that's, if even, you that's even if I have children. That's if you have kids. Have... If you if you wanted to have like a ring bearer okay. and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's even that. That's why I said I'd probably just have um just one person a maid of honor. But even then, mm. yeah, and probably my fiance would have a best man, and that probably mm. so because I just but don't that feel like, be cute actually. Like honestly, like just imagine like you being at a white wedding and maybe just the 
maid of honor and the best man just walk in and then just you. And I think I think your wedding rights itself, like there isn't a one size fit all. I think of you can course. just do what you want to do. Like there's people that get married in black dresses, red dresses, like there's no mm-hmm. there's no specific thing. Well obviously ideally like people would want to have a bridal party or bridal thing, but I just don't feel like it's necessary. I feel like mm-hmm. all of you guys can be in the crowd then I'll be looking at you. Oh hi guys. Mm. You said even if you were part of the bridal train or you're not, you're still gonna be at the wedding, so mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. What about you, um I like I said already, I, I think I want quite I don't know if I said this actually, I think I want quite a small wedding. Um and I, I don't know, I've just always been like that. I don't really like big, big, big things. So well, sorry, I, you mean small white, but obviously big traditional. Yeah, big trads. Trad is for literally any can be bothered to make it but mm. um my actual wedding I think I want it to be quite small I if I did have a bridal train um it would be really small and actually I'm the same time I just want um a maid of honor and a best man I don't think mm. that you need more than that and also I know like we're big women and stuff and like people shouldn't get offended if you don't choose them oh, but they do. imagine you're the last person to get married mm. and like five or six or seven of your friends have chosen you to be on their bridal train and then it comes to your wedding and you're saying oh sorry I'm only choosing five people and you're not me I don't know I feel like you'd have to have that yeah. separate conversation people might be offended even though I genuinely wouldn't be I don't I, I don't think there's many people if any that wouldn't invite me onto their train and I, I genuinely take it to heart like I, I really don't think it's that deep but I know that there are some people who may feel that way and I just don't want it to be a thing where now the bridal train is coming down that you're frowning frowning your <laughs> frowning your face or whatever but um yeah so anyway for me um I just want it to be quite small I want to have like children like like flower girls and flower and mm. are they called flower boys but even then maybe just like two maybe if Beatrice mm, has a child or something muscles. if Beatrice has a child and maybe then I can just tell her to, you know, throw the flowers on the floor, confetti, yeah. whatever they call their things. <laughs> but no, I'm just, I'm just joking. But yeah, I think I just want a maid of honor and a best man, to be honest. I just mm. want it to be quite small. The only things I do think that it might impact is like, you know, when you're on Bella and I, John, you're watching all these weddings and oh. stuff and you're seeing all the, all the ladies getting ready together. That's I feel like I, that looks, that I think would in, like enhance the like whole like getting ready process like if all your girls are there but I don't mean I don't think that's deep like I'm sure they could still get ready in their own clothes and you know I don't know mm, that's a good but point. yeah I think for me it's just it's just going to be a maid of honor and a best man mm. um but I don't know again like you said Beatrice it really might change um and um it kind of depends as well on what my husband wants to do because mm. I think we'll just like I'll just mirror what he does because if he's like oh no nah, he's got like four of his guys that he wants to then I'm mm. obviously gonna have to find four girls because I'm not just gonna have a maid of honor and then there's mm. there's four groomsmen do you know what I mean I'm looking like I don't have any friends mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask a question so obviously when we first started the pod I said um some people would be like, oh, yeah, I'd rather have a house than have a big wedding. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I just wanted to throw the question out there, like, does the wedding matter in the sense that it has to be glamorous or things like that? Because some people would be like, oh, yeah, 
it doesn't need to be that many people. We don't need to do that much. Oh, I just want to go to the registry or whatever it's called or the mm-hmm. the court or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever they, whatever they, whatever they mm-hmm. call it. Mm-hmm. Like some people generally think that a wedding is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Like having a big wedding is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. So let's say you had um, a fiancé that would be like, oh, I don't really think we should spend that much on the wedding. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you think you would say? I think I agree only because i like i mentioned i want to have a small white wedding um and i think part and parcel of that is that naturally i probably won't spend as much as i would if i was having a really big wedding um and to be honest like where i'm going to be living for the next like however many years is important to me um and actually i think i've said this before on a different pod or at least to Beatrice, I can't remember. But um, when I think about my future, I don't. I actually don't think about like a wedding. I actually think about the home that I'm going to live in mm. and the lifestyle I'm going to have. And I don't know, I just never really picture like, oh my God, I'm going to have this amazing wedding and it's going to be this and it's going to be that and my dress is going to be this. And like, I genuinely don't. Like I'm, I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm quite simple pool so um not that i, I want to have a basic like bog standard wedding like out the, box, out the box wedding like no um but i want i want to have a nice wedding but i would much rather if i had to pick like nice wedding or nice house or dream wedding or dream house i'm always picking always picking dream house mm, mm, what about yeah. you beatrice no like 110 percent. like anyone would be silly to to pick a, to not pick a house do you know what i mean like if you, if you had to choose your dream something like a dream wedding and a dream house like come on let's let's just be real but however i'm of the opinion where i will really work hard to get it all um and i definitely want my wedding to be good like i want it to be it's a big for me anyway it is a big deal i know people say it's not a big deal like oh my god it's one day blah 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 but for me it is a big deal like especially the way that i have lived my life like i just know that white wedding is a big deal like i'm sorry that's just the way it is um and i'm willing to put money behind my wedding but i'm also willing to put money behind my honeymoon i'm also willing to put money behind my house but one thing for me that i've said actually is i ideally would want to have my own place which obviously was what I'm kind of working towards myself and I'm sure everyone, a lot of other people are in the same boat. I would love to have my own place before I even start like my wedding preparation. So like, it depends on the stage that you are when you are about to get married. Like if you have a place, fair enough, might not be your dream place, but obviously like, you know, everyone starts off somewhere on the property market, for example, if you have your own place before, then I'm not too fast. Like, you know, I'm going to put my efforts towards my wedding because I'm not going to be so like, oh yeah, like I need to like move into a bigger place and like a fresh start. Like if one of us has a property before, then I don't think it's that much of a big deal. But if you're coming, if you're coming out of like your family home, it's, it's, it's a bigger deal then. If that yeah. Um, I want to, I want a big wedding. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want everything. I want the, the amazing venue I want everything I want to spend a lot of money on my wedding because I only plan to do this once Mm. so I want it to be a memorable day and I know some I know people probably thinking oh yeah but 
having a memorable day doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money, but I want to. So <laughs> I'm going to do that. Um, hopefully I'm in the position that I can do that. So that's what I um, want to do. Um, in terms of the question, would I rather have um, a home? Like, a, Would I rather pick my dream home? Yeah, some people generally think that once you get married, like you have to have everything all put together. But you still have the rest of your life. So, mm. yeah, I would love my dream home the second I get married. But if I don't, then it's still fine. Because I'm thinking, okay, obviously when my parents got married, we I still lived into that house by the age of 12 and then I moved when I was 12 into mm. a better house so it's kind of like all these things are attainable like it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. right at that second yeah and yeah I feel like with um the way everybody like social media everybody seems to have a lot of money so that's why everybody has their dream house when they're 25 which is generally not the case <laughs> in a lot of situations so for me even if I spend a lot of the wedding and then that eats into the house that I want to buy, then that's fine. I don't mind waiting another six months or one year or two years until I get into the house that I want to. But I just want that day to be memorable. As I said, um, it's one day. I don't plan to do it a second time. Mm. So I'd rather just get out of the way, do it, know that I had a good time and, money comes and goes so whether I don't have the house right second after the wedding it's fine it's still as I said it's still attainable I can still get Mm -hmm. it it doesn't have to be right then and then I can get it in five years I can get it in 10 years but people still make do if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. it's it's like some people think it's the end all just to not have the house right at that point of time but a lot of young people like for me um if I don't have a five-bedroom house or a three-bedroom house or a four-bedroom house, like the second I get married, that's fine. I can make do with a two-bed and then of move course. my way up. Do you know what I mean? Of so course. it's kind of like, I think people just in their head think that their forever home is the home that they move into as soon as they get mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, that's really not the case. A lot of people get their that's forever home. That's not realistic. It's not realistic. <laughs> exactly. A lot of people get their forever home like, well yeah exactly some Mm. people like get their dream home like 20 years after Mm. they got married so Mm. it's not a race so I just feel like for me I just feel like the wedding is a special day symbolic I want to remember it as a good Mm. day and I want to remember that I paid a lot of money and a lot of people had a good time so Mm. I think as well I think maybe one thing though I have to say is that you know if it's a case where you're spending rats because obviously people say you know money or house like sorry house or wedding but like obviously these things are big are are big big expenses it's not a case where it's like something small do you know what i mean like forking a lot of money um so i think there definitely is a case where sometimes it can be a bit silly for example where let's say you're you know you're both living in your parents home um you you have say you put all your savings into a wedding and you don't have anything else to kind of you know play around with or you know you're gonna have to now struggle to even rent somewhere i think Mm. that's where it becomes a bit silly because obviously like your priorities are not in check but if you've even got the cash for example but you just wanted to build a bit more like do you know i mean like just because you don't have much house house money ready doesn't mean you don't have money do you know i mean like the house is not not something like 
you just casually have like yeah what do you mean like you know your five grand or ten grand i mean you mean like it's, it's house ha- buying a house is, is a lot of money um and yeah i just feel like people need to take it easy but there's definitely definitely situations where okay cool like you're mocking it now if you're really gonna you know put all that big big money into a wedding and you literally don't have anything else to kind of live by um after the wedding is done like you can't be suffering do you know what i mean so i think everyone should just do what they can afford man yeah that's like, what and i think about, social about what you can afford really. yeah and i think social media like has a way of just like portraying this idealistic view of like how your life should be like if you're in a position where you can only afford to have a small wedding, then just have a small wedding. Like, I mean, mm. it depends. Like some people are really different and maybe they, would, they wouldn't they would mind staying engaged for a lot longer so that they can get the wedding that they want. But then some people, you might not be in that position and then whatever, like you might just have to do a vow renewal like 10 years later. Because you know that some people do that as well. They're like, they didn't get the wedding that they really wanted. So they're going to have like a vow renewal or whatever and that's going to be their special day again or whatever like I think you just have to honestly just do what works for you and your and your partner mm. can't come and kill yourself at the end of the day shy it is well but it like is, one says we need to do the wedding like Sam said it perfectly before like when you think about you know your actual partner and stuff you don't well I don't know about you guys but you don't actually just focus on the day like it's actually about the relationship you have between like, the both of you so I think regardless like as long as you kind of do something that you know is symbolic to both of you and you're obviously happy with you know the, the relationship you're in and stuff like I think any anything will kind of just kind of run in in, in to keep it real do you know what I mean like obviously you mm. want to allow and stuff but as long as the actual the actual marriage itself is what you want then I think you know you're you're more likely to kind of not got over the top sometimes because you realize actually like this is there's more to it than just this one day or or whatever and even there's even more to this there's more to it than a house like and buying a yeah. house because uh, you don't need to buy a house to, to be married so um, yeah yeah there's a lot of things so that's my opinion Sha. <laughs> okay guys so we've come to the end of this episode thank you guys so much for tuning in and as always you know we drop an episode every week on monday so make sure you guys you know follow us on spotify follow us on apple Podcasts, well, wherever you guys listen to and make sure you turn on notifications so you guys know when we drop another episode but yeah we hope you guys enjoyed the discussion today i definitely did and you know to mr man if you're out there you know what i mean i hope you're getting the money <laughs> it's gonna be expensive that's all i'm gonna say for today um but yeah thank you guys so much make sure you guys follow us on our socials that is btspod underscore on instagram and on twitter and also guys like um please send us like anything you guys want us to discuss and stuff um we've, we've got a few lists we've got a list of a few things that people have said but um please keep like suggestions like coming in and stuff that we'll, we'll really appreciate that so you know we can speak on what needs to be spoken on i don't know whether that even makes sense but anyway um we, <laughs> we, we move so thank you guys so much and we will see you guys in our next one bye bye mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life every mom deserves a Moonpig card get 50 percent off your first card at moonpig.com moonpig.com